This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Well, good morning, friends. I greet you on this uh, Maundy Thursday, uh, the Thursday of Holy Week. And uh, as we begin to look forward to the Easter weekend, um, what traditionally has been known as the Easter Tridium, a period that commemorates the passion, the death and the resurrection of Jesus beginning tomorrow on Good Friday, journeying through the quietness and solitude of Holy Saturday, and finally celebrating the resurrection of Christ our Lord on Easter Sunday. And um, yeah, as we enter into this second week, uh, actually the end of our second week of the national lockdown, I trust that you've been experiencing God's protection, God's grace, and uh, that during this time you have had the opportunity to reflect on the gift that there is in Christ Jesus coming into the world to offer himself uh, for us. Now, this particular day in the Christian calendar, what's known as Maundy Thursday, is a very, very particular and special day. Now, the name Maundy uh, comes from the Latin word mandatum, uh, from which we get our English word mandate or commandment. And this name was given to this day because, of course, we know that it commemorates the Last Supper on which Jesus washed his disciples' feet and from that comes this mandate, this new commandment, a new commandment I give unto you that you love one another as I have loved you. That wonderful song that we sing, but a commandment that we should find ways to, to live in love and in service of one another rather than in ways that seek to serve our own needs primarily, ways that are selfish, ways that seek to meet what it is that we want but rather saying, what might it mean to be a person who lives for others? And we spoke about that last week. Now, during this time, I've had an opportunity to speak with many friends and family, many of whom are feeling concerned and frustrated with the COVID-19 pandemic and the spread of the coronavirus, many worrying about the economic consequences, and of course, many rightly worried about their own health and well-being. Now, Easter is a wonderful time for us as Christians to reflect on some of these issues. The first thing that I want to say, and this comes from that wonderful theologian, sometimes a little bit irreverent, named Stanley Hauwas, who said that Christians have sure and certain hope precisely because of death. Now think about that for a moment. That may sound like a very strange thing to say, but think about this. As a Christian, you have a hope which surpasses death. You have a hope which says death is not the end. And think about this for a moment. If you no longer had to fear your death, if you were free from the fear of death, if you knew that it was not your terminus, your end, but merely a stage in your living, imagine how much freer you could be as you live. Now, that doesn't mean that we should be irresponsible with our lives. They are a gift we're meant to treat them responsibly, but it does mean that we shouldn't be slaves to fear. Now, Stanley Hauwas says that because we have been freed from death, we can have hope. And of course, the Apostle Paul also says this. He says, when the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written comes to pass. Death has been swallowed up with victory. That comes from 1 Corinthians 15, verse 54. 
The saying goes on, verse 55, where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? Verse 56, the sting of death is sin, but the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast and immovable and excel in the work of the Lord, the mandatum, the commandment, the mondi of this Thursday. Excel in the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. So the first thing I want to say to you as we enter into Holy Week is that we have hope because of death as Christians and particularly because of the death of one person the death of Jesus Christ, which wins for all of us freedom from the fear of death. Because Jesus died, not just because he was risen, but because Jesus died and overcame death, you and I also have the freedom to know that death doesn't have a hold on us. Neither does sickness or brokenness. They're realities that we'll face, that's for certain. That's why it's important to stop on Good Friday, to remember the sacrifice, the cost, the grief, the loss of the life, but also to go through the quietness of of Saturday, making peace with that, arriving at Easter Sunday, being able to declare with certainty, He is risen. He is risen indeed, and because of that, we are free. Now, the second thing that strikes me about this is that Paul doesn't deny that suffering and sometimes even fear and, of course, death are realities that we face as Christians. But what he does do is he gives us a perspective. He says these things will happen. Hardship will come. Illness is a reality. Uh, Suffering is a reality. But what distinguishes us as Christians is that we are not alone in this And secondly, that because we are not alone, because God gives us God's spirit and the victory through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we can live through anything that comes our way with a completely different attitude, with the kind of virtue that is filled with hopefulness, with patience, with perseverance, with courage, with love. Listen to this, Romans chapter 5, verses 3 and 4. Paul says, not only that but we rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance and perseverance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. And so I want to encourage you today sisters and brothers as we move into the Easter weekend as we move into this tradium, this holy week, as we, we, we focus on the passion, the death of Jesus, as we, as we stop on, on Holy Saturday in that silent space, as we enter into the tomb to say, Lord, here we are. We can't go anywhere. We are in our homes. Here we are in, in the midst of this lockdown, in this quiet space, life not happening as normal. Lord, would you teach us about our character? Would you help us to persevere through hardship and struggle, whether it's just this Saturday or what may come in the weeks? Would you give us the character that recognizes that we are not alone, but that through the Holy Spirit, as Paul says in verse 5 of Romans chapter 5, we have true hope because you pour out your love into our hearts. So sisters and brothers, I want to bless you today as you enter into this Holy Thursday. I want to thank you for your faithfulness to Christ and for your responsibility to one another, for taking seriously the lockdown, for staying at home 
for protecting others. I want to thank you for those who are showing care to the needy. Um, And particularly as we eventually come out of this lockdown, let's have that character, that virtue of being Christ-like, of of being Christian. Let's follow what we learn about on Maundy Thursday, the mandatum. Let's follow the new commandment. Love one another as God has loved us. So blessings to you and to your family on Easter from myself, Dion Foster, from my wife Megan, our daughter Courtney and our son Liam. We are praying for you. And uh, we pray that as we move from Easter into ordinary season, towards Pentecost and into the rest of the Christian year, that we will experience God's blessing and God's grace. God bless you at Easter. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.